we are going to be 100% transparent. Exactly. Because we're in debt. We're about to talk about it. Oh, yeah. You ready? I'm going to keep that as a... <laughs> you definitely will not. That. I'm the editor. One day you have it. One day you have it. Go away. Go away. Don't take it serious. It's an experience, experience. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm Kiara. And this is the, the Lips Midden Podcast. And if you're new here, you're about to be true here, okay? All right, no. <laughs> Today, we are being 100% transparent with everybody. We are talking about success, our financial journey, and what success means to us. In light of being transparent and talking about finances, because we are, drum roll please. That was the most horrible drum roll Oh ever. my gosh. We are $142,000 in debt. And that world. is between student loans, credit cards, and car note. Mm -hmm. That's not including our our mortgage. Mm -hmm. If I did that, we'd be closer to half a million. Mm. Yeah, if I included the house. But I don't consider the house debt because it's not like we're going to stay here for 30 years. Mm -hmm. So um, $142,000 in debt. We have officially started our debt-free journey two weeks ago when we actually sat down, put all the numbers on paper, wrote them down, ordered them from, what was it? Snowball. We looked at the snowball method and we looked at the avalanche method mm -hmm. and we're just chucking away. Doing a little bit of a mixture of both, yes. I'd say. A mixture of both of them. And so today what we want to discuss is what success means to us and also if I could go back and do it all over again, what would I do differently? What does financial success look like to you? What does that mean to you? Financial success to me means being able to go wherever I want, record. Really, the main thing is record whenever I want, uh, pay for the mixing, the mastering, because the, the studio time is can be expensive, but yeah. rightfully so. I mean, you're creating something that's very beautiful, but uh, yeah, so record whenever I want, uh, buy the exclusive beat, the rights to the beat whenever I want, which is typically anywhere from 500 and up. Um, recording time is typically anywhere from 40 and up, uh, an hour, that's an hour. The beat's just a one-time one time thing, but like that's an hour recording, mixing and mastering is roughly around 50 and up an hour you know i'm just running through these numbers quickly in case anybody else is a an artist or anything like that but just even if you're not just to give you an insight as to what i'm talking about what financial freedom or you know looks like to me be able to do that whenever i want because i write so much um another thing is to be able to eat eat out whenever I want, if I choose to do that, even though eating at home is much 
healthier, less oils and all that stuff, less sugars, and we we don't have to go into into all of that. But yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Many other things too, but those are like the the two main things. As I can eat and I record, that's my mission. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What does it look like it's to nice. you? Financial success to me, oh my goodness. Um, I would say, and I feel like my response might be a little more stickler, like, you know, uh, anyway, financial success to me, I would like to be able to max out my Roth IRA every year. Maxing out my Roth IRA, HSA, um, and my retirement account mm-hmm. every single year. Also, being able to contribute to custodial accounts for the boys Mm -hmm. to save up money for them for um, college. I would also say bringing in uh, passive income or having uh, real estate properties. So money that we will be able to receive without having to really do anything else, you know, for it. And then the last thing or one of the biggest things is to be able to travel internationally once every quarter. That would be like my biggest overall picture of financial success. Travel, having all the retirement accounts taken care of. Also, obviously having uh, our savings. Mm-hmm. I would like a year worth of savings because I'm at a job that I don't like. I could be able to just be like, peace, mm-hmm. you know, I'm out. And then um, saving for the kids. Mm-hmm. Our, our children so that's financial success to me and after the meeting we had what last week week or two ago i'd say we getting there we're on our way yes yeah. so we're little by little brick by brick what is your mindset right now being that much in debt what's your mindset right now i think that's very I important mean, to be completely honest with you i had a breakdown a few weeks ago mm. Like, I mean, I recorded it because I wanted to I wanted to remind myself of where I was when I actually looked at these numbers. It was probably midnight, everyone else was asleep, and I was thinking, like, how are we gonna pay for all of this stuff? Or where where are we at with these numbers? And I looked at it and honestly I was crushed. Mm. Like I was like, I don't even I wouldn't say I was embarrassed, but I was more so like, How did we get here? And then it's gonna take us a while to get here. And I also felt like I was robbing the children of, children of experiences they could have with that money that now we're paying towards Chase or whatever, the car note, things like that. So isn't that I don't a, like it. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. The bank, the Chase is like you're chasing. Like I you're, know, right? You're spending money. They're the you're most chasing expensive ones. Financial freedom. I just thought that was hilarious chase in the bank. moment. Chase. All right. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So it, it it has definitely lit a fire um, under us to just get get it done. We've been talking about wanting to do this since we got together. It was eight years ago, mm-hmm. and we've been dibbling and dabbling in it little by little. But we we didn't really have to too much focus on it because we were still at the point where we weren't really making enough money to focus on debt anyway. Right. And so I feel like we're at a place now where we can sit down, look at it, and say, "Hey, this is why you you don't have you know." this certain amount of money left over every month because look at everything that's eating up at your um, discretionary income. So do you mind if you mind if I get into you just sparked something you mind if I get into this one first can I go first? Okay we are going to go over the things that we would do differently 
um, to avoid being $142,000 in debt. Or in debt of any kind. Or a piece of advice for yeah. our younger selves and right. those of you out there who are in college. This is, this is our, our piece of advice. So you just said, and this is why I want to go first. You said that we, were, we weren't even making enough money to focus on debt. Correct. Me back then agrees with you. Me now completely disagrees with you. And I feel like that goes into the mindset. If you don't put anything into it in the first place, then you're not going to have money anyway. If you don't like start focusing on the debt, even if you have $10 to put, you know, even if you have a little bit of money, come up with a plan to do it. We didn't have a plan. Ramit would say that too, actually. We, we had <laughs> Ramit, Ramit would be like, sell I this, mean, sell that. Would your younger self agree with that? I mean, would, do you agree with, your, with that mindset? If your younger self said that to you right now, would you say, oh yeah, you're, you know, you're right. Your debt is this and you only make that. So it's no, like, I wouldn't say I, I would agree do with it. I think they might, in my mind, be slightly different. So the mindset was, and you know how I was on our budget sheets. Mm -hmm. I was a hawk on these budget yeah. sheets. So in my mind, we always wanted to tackle that debt. We we had the mindset of tackling the debt. But when we first moved out here, we didn't even have jobs. We had a baby on the way. We were working minimum. I was working at a temp agency. We both were working at a temp agency. And so- That's a whole nother story. We, <laughs> we, we were buying the yep. most expensive vegan food there was. Yep. You know? Um, and so if we did have $5, $10 left, it went towards Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there was anything left over, I would say that it it could have gone towards that. We weren't this much in debt though. Right. My point is we yeah. could have been we could have been more towards the debt. More we had. serious. Definitely. So mindset, okay. This is in no specific order or anything. No order. The one thing that I would change for my younger self and chime in, you know, whenever you want, I would say do not uh, feed on the the same thoughts or the same thought patterns as your family and friends. Your family and friends will quickly say, it's always been this way. It's always going to be this way. So when you say that, it manifests into reality, whether you believe that or not. And it will always be that way because your words are going to directly correlate to your actions and the energy that you're going to put forth or not put forth which ties right into another point as far as, uh, yeah, I know you've heard it, faith without works is dead. If you don't have faith that things can change, which you don't, if you're saying something like, or if somebody in your immediate circle is saying something like, it's always gonna be this way, forget about it, we're gonna die with debt, you know, just mm -hmm. let it go. That kind of stuff is feeding directly into your faith or lack of faith. Because if you believe that there's a lack of faith that things can be different. So then they won't be different is what I'm trying to say, because then you're not going to put the energy into it to be different. If you're already feeling like it's always going to be this way, then why even try? So I hope that makes sense. And if somebody does have that around you, you got to find somebody else that has a different mindset that is willing to like actually change their situation. So that's one thing I would. Yeah. Get, would get financial advice from financial experts, not family and friends. Right. And even if you don't, if you feel like or you actually don't have the money 
to get with the financial expert, at least get around people who have a different mindset, period. Well, there's books. Go to there's Barnes books. and Noble. There's books. Change your mindset. Books. Yeah. There's what YouTube videos out yep. there. There's so much information, financial information yep. out there that one can get that is also free. Investopedia.com is one of them to go on. I mean, it has every definition you can imagine about yep. finances on there. So definitely. And get with the professional if you can. That's the first thing. If you can, definitely do that. And then and get the books and, you know, do what you got to do. I agree. Completely okay. agree with that. I would say for me would be to stick with the major that I chose or I would skip college altogether. And um, or I would choose trade school. Either way, um, it would have saved me maybe $40,000 worth of student loan debt. My indecision, like we were saying the other day or a few weeks ago, indecision is very expensive. Everything that you can think of, I have college credits in. So I would say sticking with my major or skipping college altogether and going to going to trade school mm -hmm. would be my, my piece of advice. I agree with you, by the way, which leads into what I'm going to say. College isn't what it used to be. I don't know if it ever was what it... <laughs> what it proclaimed to be in the first place. I'm not sure. I have a bachelor's in project management. Has it helped me? Is it worth it? Yeah, yes and no. It bolsters my resume. I can use it to talk up interviews, you know, talk up my skills and whatnot in interviews. But the mo most important thing I think is, is the skill. And I know you've heard this too, your network equals your net worth. So I think the skills, like you said, if you're not going to go to college, do a skill trade, I would even say, honestly, especially in the black community, but just everyone in general, I would even say a skill is more important than going to college, to be honest with you. That's how I feel right now. And the reason I say that is you can do a course on Udemy, you can, or Udemy, however you want to pronounce that. You can learn something in a book. You can teach yourself Microsoft Excel, or you can teach yourself welding. You can teach yourself everything, really, just going to get the books and with, without anybody even asking you to do that. And then you can go to an establishment that has that profession and just say, you taught yourself how to do it. Can I show you or can I give you an example? And then just use your words in communication and you can get in. I've done it multiple times. And I feel like the skill is more important than the degree personally, because it shows that if you're, if you're doing that without getting paid and then you go to an establishment and show them that you can do whatever that set skill is, that showed that you'll do the work without even getting paid. So you're driven, you're hungry, you're focused. You don't, you, you can work without being monitored or supervised. I mean, it shows a lot. So I would say go that route to be completely honest with you. How do you feel about that? I mean, that? I think a degree is only necessary for certain occupations, a lawyer, you know, a doctor, things like that, a nurse that obviously require that type of education. Mm -hmm. But anything else that you can figure out on your own, I would say no. The only hard part is I work in HR. So a lot of these job descriptions that are being written up, the bare minimum they're asking for is, do you have a college degree? But I think that also goes into play with networking mm -hmm. because the job that I have right now I got that by networking, you know, so by word of mouth. So networking is very, very important. You made a point earlier. If you're going to do a skill trade, make sure 
or if you're going to learn a skill or whatnot, make sure the skills in demand. Make sure it's in demand. That was a, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, if you sure want to learn something as a hobby, then, you know, learn it as a hobby. But if you want to learn something that's going to get your foot in the door, you want to make sure you're learning um, something that's valuable that will add value to the workplace. Mm -hmm. Another point or another bullet point that um, or something I would suggest would be I wouldn't carry my credit cards on me, nor would I add them to Apple Wallet. <laughs> Yeah. Do not put them on your phone because scanning it is way too easy. Don't carry it with you when you know you have cash or you have a debit card because swiping the credit card, again, like a lot of people say, it's not tangible. It's just like monopoly money. You know, you just keep swiping it and swiping it and you don't really think about it until the amount gets so high. And now they're like, hey, you know, your minimum monthly payment, $500, you know, and yep. we're charging 300 in interest per month. So I wouldn't carry it with me. I wouldn't put it in my wallet. And honestly, one little bonus tip to that that I'm thinking about, I wouldn't memorize it because I know all my credit card numbers by heart. Mm -hmm. So I could easily put them in anywhere. <laughs> so order a new card or just say, hey, you know, call your creditor up, say, hey, I need a new card, but don't mail it to me. I need a new card number. Mm -hmm. That way you don't know it and you don't have it. One point to what you just said, as far as keeping the cards at home, I would highly consider not being a part of organizations that allow you to get a virtual card say you don't carry your cards on you but you have the app the mobile app i'm not going to say the company's name but say you have a mobile app to a bank that you bank with and they allow you to have to access a virtual card maybe you lost your card or you don't you're not carrying your card yeah. on you you can still get yeah. the virtual card on some of these banking apps that's still detrimental because now you still have access I mean, the main thing, overall thing is control mm -hmm. over yourself, but being realistic, if you're not there yet, okay. like I wasn't for quite some time, that's still access to it and it's still detrimental. The other point that I wanted to bring up is to not go into debt in the first place. This is a really vague thing, but it goes really for anything. If you have something that you can do and someone else needs it, and they have something that you need, look into bartering. Like that's what we used to do as human beings is barter. You do this for that. So look for opportunities for that. You can do that for food. You could do it for gas. I mean, you could do it for whatever, really. The, the uh, possibilities are endless, but you have to have something that somebody needs and in order to get something so look into bartering i mean it's a really vague thing but again we're talking about not going into debt and debt is any any type of anything that you owe somebody for doing something that's just an outside of the box idea that just came to me i would make decisions for myself and not for the world i guess not based on what society is saying we should be doing at this moment in time in our lives or really do an audit on my life and where I want to go, where I want to be, and then start from there versus saying, oh my goodness, I'm 29 years old and I don't have a house yet. Let me buy a house. Or, oh my goodness, you know, the economy's going to crap or the houses, the houses are just going to get more expensive. Let me buy one now. Society clout. You know? So with that, I would say one of the things is, we were having a conversation on one of our morning walks over a year ago, and we were 
going back and forth on, do we want to buy a house? Do we not want to buy a house? I was pregnant with um, our third baby and we had a house under contract already that we were building, but we weren't in love with the house. It was kind of like a, we have it because we feel like we should get one, but we really didn't love it, even though it was a nice size house. And we wound up canceling the contract on that because we had made the decision at first to not buy a house. We were close to having our six month emergency fund already mm -hmm. filled up. We had no credit card debt at the time. Mm -hmm. And we had just purchased another vehicle so that we could, you know, fit all of the children in it. And that was great. Life was going great. Rent was cheap. <laughs> Okay. Had the hill to we run. Were all work you had a place to work out outside. It was I was a okay huge, with massive hill. Oh my god! It was nice. That. We were we were comfy. We were in the heart. Like we were in the city that we absolutely loved. Mm -hmm. We were close to everything. I mean, it was perfect. Mm -hmm. And then we got this whole: you need to buy a house. You guys better buy a house. It's gonna, you know, you're not gonna be able to afford one. The market's gonna yep. go this. The interest rates are societal low. The, pressure. So we were thinking like, okay, well, we have the money to put down on a house. Should we get it so they can grow into it? Rent was going up on the apartment, but no, I'm thinking about it. You know, I'd right. rather go back to paying right. what we're repaying and that we were paying sixteen eighty five. Oh, we for were a paying two bedroom. Right now. Yep. Yeah. In Frisco. Yep. Yeah. You know how expensive Frisco is. Yeah. And um we loved it. Yep. And so then, you know, we had already canceled the other the contract for the initial house. So then we got back into the market of looking for a home. We found a home and um we purchased it great space mm. you know we, we absolutely love it but after we purchased the house you know we put the money down on the house our credit was really really good yeah. i'm so proud of us yeah. you know where we came from <laughs> but credit was really really good we got a really good interest rate we put the money down on the house and then after that what do you have to do you have to furnish it mm -hmm. and then we had a house uh what housekeeping came and cleaned the whole house and then we had pest control come and spray and then we had someone come in you know a lawn company they're going to cut the grass and then it was just everything after you know one thing after the other we didn't really have that much stuff coming from the apartment and you know, we went from having no credit card debt to yep. a lot of credit card debt yep. and so had we just stuck with the first decision again that, that indecision is very expensive had we stuck with our first decision to not purchase a home and to just stick to our plan, we would be so much further along than, than where we are right now. But yeah, life lessons. Yeah. For singles, married people, anybody, our bonus tip is if I could go back and do it all over again, and I would drag you to the table. We would have a money meeting every single week. Oh, yeah. Just to check in with each other and say, hey, what did we spend money on? Honestly, those little expenses, it's like, oh, okay, the smoothie, it was $7 for a smoothie. You know, well, the stuff we add in is close to 10. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get a smoothie every week, you're talking $40 a month on smoothies. Yeah. So little things like that, we would, we would check in like we're doing now every week. Hey, what's the budget for the week? What do we plan on spending? Do we have any discretionary money that we can pull from shall we need something mm -hmm. and, and go from there well we hope this was helpful yeah. to our past selves no past selves. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm giving her advice and then i'm taking it and i'm right. talking to my future self girl i got you we, right we, we gonna get there together thank you again for tuning in to this episode i am mark i'm kiara and as always, we encourage you to live, live smitten. smitten. 
please comment, share, like, and subscribe. Don't take it serious.